All right. Well, I've just uh, finished recording season two, episode 10 of Fire Away with Eric Poirier. We talked about investigations at some length. Today, really what I want to discuss is the fact that despite the fact that we've had a lot of discussion, a lot of media attention on investigations, we've had a number of court decisions in the last couple of years, employers still either fail to investigate or fail to investigate properly. Uh, and what I mean by that is usually it's, it's a sham investigation. It's really more of a prosecution with a predetermined outcome. Uh, and when employers do that, they expose themselves to substantial liability. By way of example, a manager suspects an employee is taking product out of the warehouse. Instead of investigating, they just go ahead and fire them for cause. As a result, the company is now being sued for wrongful dismissal. And ultimately, the court finds that there was no proper investigation. There was insufficient evidence to warrant summary dismissal, and the company has to pay not only severance, but bad faith damages, legal fees, and everything else that goes along with it. In other words, if they just let the person go without cause and given them severance, they would, would have been far better off. Or perhaps a more timely example in the, the post-Me Too era is an allegation of harassment uh, or sexual harassment. And the company decides, we're not going to investigate, we know what happened here. And either they fire the accused right away without an investigation, which will get them into the same situation I discussed a minute ago, where there's a, a, basically a premature firing, uh, or even worse, they don't investigate the allegations of harassment and allow the people to continue working together, in which case they'll probably face a claim that they permitted harassment to continue in the workplace despite knowledge of it, thereby exposing the person to a toxic work environment, to an unsafe work, work environment, and ultimately exposing the company to a significant liability and also really bad publicity. The last thing you want as an employer is to be in the media as someone who tolerates harassment and was made aware of ongoing harassment and chose to do nothing to protect the employees. If you want to be an employer of choice, that's, uh, that's the worst way to go. So in terms of investigations, and I mentioned this in season two, episode 10 of Fire Away, they're becoming a huge part of HR and employment law. Uh, as we go forward. As many people know, I am the, I originally designed a course called HR Law for HR Professionals about a dozen years ago now. It's a five-day certificate course offered in Toronto and online. Um, and investigations at the beginning were one footnote of one part of the course. They are now one full day out of five, which gives you a sense of how important investigations have become in the modern world of HR Law. Um, and the fact that if you get it wrong, you expose yourself to tremendous liability. So what I want to do before we wrap up is, is go through my top 10 tips, my top 10 tips for handling investigations in the workplace. Number one, investigate every allegation or suspicion of harassment and any suspected misconduct before taking action. Bear in mind, because often when people hear the word investigation, they're horrified, they think it's going to be expensive, it's going to take forever. Uh, investigations can take many different forms but it's critical to investigate before taking action. I'm very much aware of the fact that the show is called Fire Away, but in this context, it's definitely better to proceed with caution. Point number two or tip number two, investigate fairly and objectively without a predetermined outcome. Otherwise, it's a prosecution, not an investigation. Tip number three, start by developing a clear investigation plan, which among other things will include who's going to do the investigation. Will it be somebody internal? Will it be an external third party? Will it be a lawyer, an investigator? Consider things like conflicts of interests, 
Uh, I have a colleague who often says you should never investigate upward. So in other words, if it's your superior, you should not be investigating. Consider costs, consider the nature of the allegations and, and the sensitivity there, uh, as well as any perceived conflicts of interest before making that decision. Um, and then as part of developing your, your investigation plan, review your policies. You may have a policy which says, we will investigate within seven days. And so you need to know what your parameters are before you start. And on that point, review your policies now, because if you have a policy that says, for example, we will review, we will investigate within three days, change it, because that's not realistic. If you have a policy which says the director of HR will investigate, change it. You need to maintain discretion. Point number five, or tip number five, work with your employment lawyer. You probably knew that was going to come up somewhere in the list. I would recommend that it come up very early on in the process. Get your employment lawyer in at the outset to help you develop the plan. And realistically, my preferred approach is that I want to be there to develop the plan. I want to be there to help retain the investigator. I prefer not to do it because I cannot be the investigator and the lawyer. Uh, and then I will be there if any issues arise, and I'll review the report at the end. Tip number six, communicate with the parties. It's amazing how often I hear stories where someone complains of harassment, for example, or they're told they're being investigated for fraud, and then radio silence. They don't hear anything. They have no idea what's going on. They don't know if they're being investigated, if they're going to be fired, and then they get nervous. And the longer it goes, the more likely they are to go to retain counsel and take steps. If you keep them in the loop, you'll be far better off. Tip number seven, review all relevant evidence and record what you reviewed. This gets back again to my discussion with Eric uh, in season two, episode 10 of Fire Away. Make sure to document everything you do, everything you review and justify your conclusions, which brings me to tip number eight, reach a conclusion. It is not sufficient to say you cannot make a, a finding of fact. Your job as the investigator is to reach a conclusion. Bearing in mind, again, it's not a pr criminal prosecution. It's not beyond a reasonable doubt. It's a balance of probabilities, but you must find either that the alleged conduct or misconduct occurred or did not occur on a balance of probabilities. Tip number eight, document and communicate the results. Have a detailed report which sets out everything you reviewed and basically how you reached the conclusion that you, that you did reach. But on the point of reports, you don't necessarily have to distribute that to everyone. And in fact, my recommendation is not to. Um, in my practice, if I retain the investigator through my firm, we keep the report and we don't give that full report to any of the parties involved. We'll give them a, a summary, which sets out what the conclusion was, but especially if it's sexual harassment and there are fairly intimate details, there's no reason why the manager or the owner or anybody else should be reading that. You just need to see the conclusions, but your lawyer should have the report because they're going to make their recommendations to you based upon that report. Uh, which brings me to tip number 10. Once the investigation is complete, work with your employment lawyer to determine, determine next steps. Is dismissal warranted? Some other kind of discipline? Is there going to be training necessary? What should be happening based upon the conclusion? Not based upon the allegations, but based upon the actual conclusion. Those are my 10 tips for conducting a workplace investigation. And in case you haven't figured it out by now, at the end of season two, episode 10, at the end of this little rant, Investigations are critical in the world of HR law, and they are a very easy way for employers to expose themselves to tremendous liability when they're done wrong. So that's my two cents worth, and you got here today for free.